is right because it's been a weekend and you know what? I have tomorrow off. So what a perfect day to have a sanctioned by Stephanie with someone who likes white claw just as much as me. Um, <laughs> this man, uh, he is the, um, he's the only white man to win the diva cup. The champ is here. be he's gonna be one of our judges at diva cup three on february 10th uh and and at trixie's um and my brother's uh favorite comic <laughs> in the comedy community <laughs> please get up for ken witzkall everybody hello hello i love your voice by oh, the way you. yeah Appreciate no that. i'm like and it's, all right another deep voice yeah. <laughs> oh baby <laughs> oh yeah it's the love line <laughs> This is love line was not like this. It was Dr. No, Drew and it was, it was Adam yeah, Carolla and it was no, not like that. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, what you gonna do? I can't do it. No, who was Carolla. the guy who was the guy that was on uh it was he was the nighttime guy on one hundred point three for the longest time. Oh. And it was uh it was like it was pillow talk. Yes, it was that's what I was trying to think of remember? pillow talk. Yeah, I can't remember what his name was, but I'll think of his name. He had that deep voice and yeah, yeah, yeah. turned everybody on. It's pillow talk. That's why I like having Ken on because he understands those references a little, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. He's slightly younger than me, but he kind of gets it. Yeah, <laughs> so. Same basic age range. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, Ken, what's up? Welcome to Sanctioned by Stephanie. Oh, thanks. How do you like the basement? It's awesome. Yeah, you like yeah. the you like the studio. It's yeah, it's it's very nice. Cool, cool. Um, thank you. I, I slipped him a ten before the show, and he's he's telling me and a white claw, yeah. so he's just telling me the truth. Um. So, Ken, uh, on Sanctioned by Stephanie, we like to get to know all of the comics that I've met in the scene. Um, and uh, I really want to get to know you a little bit. I know a little bit of your backstory, mm -hmm. um, where you grew up and stuff. But uh, why don't you tell the audience, like, what, uh, like <laughs> what's up? Let's let's just get the whole, like, um, VH1 behind the let's music. Let's deep of dive into your comic soul. December 21st, 1993. <laughs> I was born in St. John's Hospital in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, Capricorn. Uh, actually, right nope. in the cost. Right Sagittarius. in the cost. You're Sagittarius. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, like Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, actually, same birthday as um, uh, the uh, fucking what's his name? Um, there's a few of them. They're all kind of lame. Uh, <laughs> one of the um, <clears throat> uh, not Brian Wilson. Uh, oh, one the what, one uh, of the Wilson it brothers. It's not Dennis Wilson. It was the the guitar player. The guitar. I'm blanking on his name. I, I'm totally too. I feel so stupid now. Is it the the cousin? Uh, no, it was. It was the it one, was one of the Wilsons. The brothers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was like the middle one. We'll just say it's Brian Wilson, the most yeah, famous he one. Was the, he was the chubby one. So. <laughs> the chubby one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a great birthday twin. Oh yeah. Robin Williams. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The other one was Phil Donahue. So, I no, I would. I would be. I would be spouting off Phil Donahue all yeah. day. Phil Donahue was a great man. I just, yeah. I just watched the Chippendale show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the whole Donahue thing, I was cracking up because I was like, "Man, they really got somebody that looked like Phil Donahue to play him." <laughs> like, honestly, no, but, it was a good. I, I liked that. Did you like the Chippendales show? Oh yeah, it was great. Uh, yeah. uh, I can't say Kumail his name. Nanjiani. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, one time. Um, so good. In because uh, he's he was in Chicago. Well, he he moved to Chicago, I think, after college. But he was like one of the first big uh chicago stand-ups that's so like stood out. break out yeah yeah tj miller uh uh kumail i'm trying to think um there's a few other guys brady novak who's on community and stuff yeah uh 
they all kind of started together. Okay. And so I, I kind of knew them in passing a little mm-hmm, bit. And mm-hmm. then, then literally one day in passing, I was, uh, I was at the Chicago, um, uh, improv festival. Okay. And I was very drunk and I was walking <laughs> through this very crowded lobby and I ran into like Kumail and I just kind of converged on one another in the middle of the crowd. Right. And I, and I, and I shouted, uh, Franklin and Bash. <laughs> And he was like, Franklin and Bash. And we high-fived, and I just kept walking. I remember watching that show. I liked that show. Yeah. I was, I'm, dude, it's Zach, it's Zach Morris. I mean, yeah. it was, I was like, Zach Morris. So, so, uh, okay, we got a little off track. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is ADHD right here, everybody. Um, so let's, let's start off, let's start off sure. with you. So you grew up, um, Fenton. Fenton area. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. All right. And so Cowtown, USA. I guess. It's I was like, like Fenton's like Northern split. Monroe a little bit. <laughs> you know. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about Fenton. <laughs> um, no, it's like, it's split between um, like real, it's very rednecky in mm-hmm. certain parts. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of Carhartt jackets and stuff. Uh, and then like very gay too. Like there's really? some gay glitterati. Like the, the, there's a place called, it used to be called the French Laundry, now it's just called the Laundry. Cause, okay. Because there's another place called the French Laundry. I think people were confusing them a lot. Okay. Um, it's It started out as a coffee shop, sandwich shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's kind of blossomed into, um, it's, they do comfort food, but it's like a higher end. Yeah. Like they have a chef and everything. Um, chef Jody was there for a while. She so it's extra, food. but rednecky um, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's like this, this giant dichotomy Different. between like. You know, sort of basically very bougie people who were like, most of them I think probably had, uh, you know, better jobs, uh, like as GM engineers and shit like that. And then the other people who like just work in factories and stuff. So so. you being a straight heterosexual man, being a theater (laughs) kid, right? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It was okay. Yeah, I was like kind of. I was like a good mix of everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're a straight white guy, it's, it's, (laughs) you can kind of slip in and out wherever you need to. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) <laughs> that's what i said at there least okay um so so uh growing up i so you were a theater kid high school i was yeah, okay yeah, so yeah. how'd you get into it um i i've always kind of liked performance art type stuff okay um, i remember getting uh, you know a, a merit badge real early as a cub scout you know showmanship yeah, what were you? Like a pin, actually, yeah, but, what yeah. were you super into as a kid? Were you into like comics, or were you like uh, I, I a mean, music I watched, kid? I definitely watched. Uh, I mean, music. It was kind of had a pretty lame. I still have a pretty lame taste in music. Yeah, like, back then it was mostly the Beach Boys. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> but like when you were a kid and your parents were like, uh, you know, like, oh, he's got this hobby he's into. Like, were you into like? Uh, it was the Simpsons. The Simpsons, yeah, really? Yeah. My, okay. One of my favorite gifts when I was a kid was up until that point. I think there was. Uh, I think maybe a hundred or two. I think it was the first hundred Simpsons episodes, and they got me a book right. Okay, that was like a, a I remember profile those. each of them. Each yeah, because I was like, okay, I'm only buying the seasons I really like. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. I was being picky about it. <laughs> but 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 I, yeah, I was really obsessed with that kind of stuff. Like okay, comedy shows and stuff. I guess uh, where I was trying to put on plays and I never really yeah came to fruition. But, okay, uh, had a big imagination. You know, we had a video camera. We used to fool around with the video camera a lot and, and you know, do like skits and stuff Tried to you know mostly it was just us kind of running around <laughs> right 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 so when you so um drama in high school did you get into the theater department then yeah yeah, yeah. i uh did i didn't do really anything my freshman year other than they have this thing called mr fenton uh which was 
it's a mock beauty pageant. It's really? Like a, yeah, it's supposed to be like a fundraiser for the the spring show. We have we had that too. Yeah, I'm that's sure why I'm saying like it. like yeah. Airport High School in Monroe and and Carlton, Michigan was a lot like Fenton. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it yeah, really I'm was. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but up until then, it had only ever been junior and senior guys that would do it. Okay. There had never been an underclassman. And me and a buddy signed up as a goof. Okay. Uh, I'm like, they're never going to let us do this. And then he dropped out. I, I I did it. I was the first freshman to ever do it. I'm glad you stuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, behind the scenes before uh, it was over, uh, an older brother of a friend of mine who was kind of hanging out backstage was like, uh, wouldn't it be funny if you did this every year and you lost every year? And that's what happened. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So that's what's still true. If I had won Mr. Fenton at least once, I wouldn't feel like <laughs> a stand-up comedian because I would have been validated. But Kenny, I feel like I feel like we both have that like spirit animal of like always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Oh, yeah. My senior year, I was uh, in uh, uh, homecoming court, dark horse candidate. Yep. Uh, lost out to that and Mr. Fenton to a guy named Nate Davies. Oh. I'm still bitter about all that stuff. Nate's but. probably, like, you know, <laughs> on his third mistress and, like, his wife's about to divorce him and take all his money. So I think no, it's okay. No, he's a good dude. All right, he's sorry, Nate. Guy. We threw down your whole name and I just made some shit up, but, you know, I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, more about Kenny. Yeah, that's okay. But I, I was, uh, yeah, that was kind of the only thing. I did, like, uh, f- uh, like Theater 101 Okay. You know, um, but I, I started doing like drama club and I was like, oh, there's, there's girls here, you know, <laughs> like that. And I was also Typical wrestling. Typical man. Like I, I wrestled my freshman and, and sophomore years, a little bit my junior year, but I quit because. Ringworm. Uh, ringworm. <laughs> I broke my ankle uh, the second year. Oh, um, damn. And, uh, and it was just like, you know, I mean, it, it was fun enough. I lost a lot of weight doing it. I got in good shape. Mm-hmm. I was skinny for one year in my life. <laughs> right. When I, when I was 16, I could bench press 160 pounds and I weighed 160 pounds. I was so skinny I was for the six months between the time I started losing weight from bariatric surgery and then I found out I was pregnant. Oh, <laughs> I was like, up. man, I'm so, so skinny. I'm going to <laughs> yoga every day. And then I just fucked it all up with a kid. But yeah, you know what? Yeah. It, he's he's awesome. So, yeah. Um, but so. But yeah, I did theater. Um, I was in Godspell. Nice. Judas and Godspell. You are Judas. <laughs> Some men are born to live at ease, doing what they please, richer than the bees are in honey. Oh, my God. <laughs> never getting old, never feeling cold, pulling lots of gold from thin air. <laughs> oh, my God. The every town, best shaking down, best making mountains of money. They can't take it with them, but what do they care? Sorry. Hey, that's okay, <laughs> Kenny. We're on this ride with you, babe. I'm, I'm just telling you, this is a safe place. And if you want to go into a Godspell uh, spout yeah. off, there we go. There we go. Got I really into rent. Rent? Thing. Oh my God, no, for real. Like that, do you want to quote Shakespeare? Go right ahead. Let's roll. I feel like I feel like Kara uh, Karacha, Karacha, Karachi, Kara Karacha, Kara Karacha. I feel like I made I made friends with her because I understood rent. Yeah. <laughs> I think I made a joke about, um, you know, 500, you know, I did that whole thing, but (laughs) anyway, so, so you're, um, you're in high school in Fenton and then 
Did you go to college? I did. I went okay. to Western Michigan University. Western. Oh, this is where the party bitch Western. comes out yeah. right here. That's, yeah, pretty much. Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> I, I fell asleep in a Western closet while two people I knew had sex in the other room. Um, that because I, I was so fucked up. I from think I Western. was at that party. I'm you probably sure. were. You should have came and hung out with me in the closet out next to you. <laughs> you should have. You should have been. I have a memory of uh, my uh, sweet mate when I was. Uh, I think it was a freshman. Um, he was dating a girl who went to K College, which okay. is the fancy college yep, right yep, next door. Yep, yep. And we were over in her dorm, um, and I got so drunk on uh, bourbon that I, I couldn't, like I was laying prone on the floor. I couldn't move yeah. because if I moved, I was going to throw up, and I knew yeah. I couldn't throw up. And Jack Black was on SNL that night, and I couldn't even, <laughs> I couldn't even turn my head to appreciate <laughs> I'm sorry, that's no, so funny. Okay. I couldn't even turn my head to appreciate Jack Black, and Jack Black was probably like singing, like he was probably like, and the thing, no, 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 you know how he does. So, I mean, like, it's no, like awful I, awful Jack Black. No, version. what? Sorry, it is, it is, it is an awful. Like, I was trying to be like, hum, num, 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 num. I don't even yeah. know what he was doing, but that's cool. That. That whole that whole time, like Western, was such a party. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my god. And that's the thing. I didn't really drink or do. I didn't smoke weed. I didn't smoke cigarettes. I didn't Shut do the fuck up, Ken. Western, <laughs> and then it just it kind of it got kind of like yeah, okay, this is where me. my addiction starts, guys. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I didn't actually start smoking cigarettes regularly until after college. Really? I mean, I, I mean, like I was. It was after kids. It was so stupid. It's you know, so bad, I, I and I need made to quit. It out, but. He just yelled at me. He's like, I bought four packs of cigarettes for you in the last four days. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, I need to stop. It was Because I, I won't buy them for myself. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's how I'm going to quit. Yeah. <laughs> no. That never works. Never works. Yeah. Just bum them off other people. So Western, party town, Western, but yeah. did you do theater in Western? Uh, I was going to try to be a, a, like an acting performance major. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get in initially, which I found out later on that most people don't get in, and it's it's common to... I have to audition a few times yeah. for the program. Um, but I real I took... They're a, like, we're trying to make it elite. <laughs> <laughs> but freshman year, I took a theater practicum, which is basically you're just... Uh, you work backstage somewhere. Nice. Something. Okay. And I, I, I uh, was on a pr- production of Kiss of the Spider Woman. Okay. Uh, which is it was cool, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but I realized all the actors, I, I fucking hated. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be one of these fucking assholes. <laughs> So fucking up their own asses all the time, and they think they're hilarious. I hate you, bitches. And, and, yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, I don't want to do, I, and I didn't want to devote, you know, four years um, to like tr- learning how to read other people's yeah. words. Yeah. You know? So that's when I I went full on. I a friend of mine, um, her older brother ended up being kind of like a mentor for me. Uh, John Foley. Okay. Uh, Aaron Foley was was my friend's name, but. Um, but he's he, he was a huge influence on me back then. He took me to like poetry readings and stuff. And yeah. he was like, you know, if you, I think you got some chops. I think you know if you if you just do it, you, you should just be a performing manager. Well, yeah. But, but creative writing as opposed to like anything technical else. writing yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I just kind of dove into that, and I did playwriting um, as, as a bigger concentration. So I was still like a part of the theater, but. Um, sort of adjacent to it and, okay and uh and even that's like it's a little bit easier i think because you know if you're writing 
for for actors. Right. You know, you're at least going to get people who are going to do willing to do read-throughs or something like that. Right. Writing short stories, uh, it's just impossible because like you put so much effort into it, and you're like, I don't need. I don't know if this is ever going to even, anybody's ever going to fucking see it. Right, know? exactly. And so it's hard to like just wake up and be like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Then it's probably never going to go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> no. Know? And and you know what? It's like, it's kind of like that with stand up too, because mm-hmm. it's like, you're like, okay, I got this premise. It's kind of yeah. unique. It's kind of a good thing to go with, mm-hmm. but is it going to go anywhere? Yeah, maybe. But but that's the thing about stand up is that you, I mean, you can think of something and that night you try it out on stage. And you have immediate feedback, and you know that's the only kind of writing, right? Other than maybe like a poetry. I did a lot of, I wrote a lot of bad poetry in high school. Nice, <laughs> so nice, like, nice. I can't, and I was really into the beats. Yeah. Um. So I was like, I don't need your grammar, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't need your your fucking rules. Uh, so I read back, and I'm like, I don't understand any of this shit. What was your poetry about? Um. Mostly about fat bottom girls. Yeah. Pretty okay, much. Mostly. mostly about you know not. Um, not being loved. Yeah. Not Have you ever been to one of those erotic poetry things? No. Oh my god. I okay. Ooh, so like I did I a show. I did a show last year around Valentine's Day, and uh, it was like me and Melanie Hearn and Franklin Wilson were on the show. We all okay. did comedy, mm-hmm. but one of the people that was on the show was this guy named Caesar, erotic poet, like big, like Ben size, mm-hmm. big black dude. Gets up there, and I swear to God, I was like, I want to take my panties off and throw them in his face right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it was wild. Erotic poetry was crazy, but like, what were your poems about? Mostly, uh, I mean, it was just, uh, just kind of more life, like about like your stand up. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, kind of. Yeah, like, it's okay. not really anything specific. It's just kind of emotional topography, I guess, but but without any like real grounding in anything. So, how did this turn into stand up? Um, I just when I. I, I'd always appreciated stand-up, um, and I think what was daunting for me, because, like, I, I had a, a couple show I did uh, student radio. Um, okay. I, we did the morning show, which, for some reason, I, because uh, I came from, I, I was, um, it's a long, meandering story. I it's all right. This is, we got time. I started out in the student. This is a podcast about youth, yeah. by the way, Ken, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> I started out a uh, student newspaper, and mm-hmm. the Radio uh, was right next door to the, where the newspaper office okay. was, and they were looking for somebody to read the news um, during the morning. Kenny and has the new voice for the and news. And you have this voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For so, radio. Yeah. So me and uh, a guy who I, I had met at a party, uh, a guy named Casey uh, Toison, yeah. uh, who goes by Chris Sonata now. Um, that's a long story, but Way different dude. name. Yeah. Ended up being one of my best friends, okay. but we did... Uh, the morning, it was like a wacky morning radio. He would like send me out and like, this is Kenny in the morning, everybody. Yeah. It kind of turned into that. He would, he would quiz me uh, at the end of every show. Okay. And uh, based on how I did, he would give me a nickname that was either Sizzle Biscuit, Peach Nugget. Um, I can't remember most of them, but the worst one is if I, if I got all of them wrong, I was back to our buddy Ken. For the oh, uh, that was the worst? Yeah. Well, I mean, we were. Pretty, it hurt your manhood a yeah, little. I guess so. <laughs> we thought that was funny back then. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. So, um, um, But I had another uh, show that mm-hmm. was like I wanted to do sort of uh, like writing based, you know, weird writers, um, uh, spoken word type stuff. But, okay. we, but we also got uh, comedians on there. And I'd always like appreciated it, you know. 
Uh, but my uh, my co-host actually got us to interview Warney Adams, which was kind of cool. Okay. Um, and I had, you know, seen that movie and stuff. And, like, I, uh, I, I'd always been kind of scared of stand-up because, like, how do you sit, how do you just, like, sit down and be like, all right, I'm going to be funny. Right. Like, that does, I, I couldn't process how that worked. And then, uh, blah, 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 a couple of years later, I was living in the UP, and uh, um, I rewatched Comedian. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, you just, it's just a fucking workshop. Yeah. Because, like, that scene with uh, Seinfeld. Yep. When they're in the cellar, and, mm-hmm. and uh, George uh, Wallace and... Colin Quinn or like helping him work on yep, yeah. yep, mm-hmm. I was like oh it's just like a writing workshop I, mm-hmm. that's all you gotta do you start with something that's like a kernel of an idea yeah and you you keep working it by people yeah um and watching that I was like fuck I wanna that's what I wanna do and Hell my yeah. my buddy Casey from the radio show uh-huh. he's from the suburbs of Chicago uh he had moved back and was living in the city and I just called him up one day and I'm like hey can I crash on your floor for a couple of weeks and he said yeah and that turned into six months. <laughs> so you went to Chicago. I went to Chicago. Yeah. And and how? When was that? Uh, it was uh, October two thousand seven. Okay. Okay. So how long were you in Chicago for? Um, pretty much until the end of twenty fourteen. Okay, so you were there um, for a long time. Yeah, there was a couple times. There was once I got uh, uh, I got evicted from an apartment. Um, so I, <laughs> I would commute. I would I would take the train back to Fenton or back to Michigan, and right? My dad would pick yep. me up. So a couple of days a week, I'd like live at home, and then I'd take the train out and work for a couple of days and do a couple of shows. No, you stuff. sound like my dad. My dad, yeah. the last part of his uh, his work stint before he retired. Yeah. So American Airlines here outsourced all of their people here in Michigan, yeah. right? And they told everybody that had seniority, and my dad had worked there for 40 years yeah. plus, you know, they were like, okay, you either have the option to retire, take this buyout, which is bullshit, mm-hmm. or you can work until you reach whatever your goal is and then retire. Yeah. And, but you got to transfer out. Mm-hmm. So my dad got a crash pad with three other guys yeah. in Chicago right off the L, didn't have to have a car, would fly out there yeah. and live there for like five, six years. And you know what? It's so easy to get around Chicago with yeah. the trains. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like if you learn the system, it was so funny because the one time I've, I've I actually went, I went to visit Jason Vest and uh, it was funny. He's like, take the train in. I'll meet you at the station. I will yeah. make sure I get you to the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because you, I'm like, you get, you, yeah. and it was so overwhelming because yeah. I'm like, you don't the know how ball. to read it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you don't know how to read it. And then the thing that I really fucked up with Ken mm. I didn't have a bag on wheels. I carried a duffel bag the whole time. That was the only thing. I I was like, damn it, I'm so stupid. I know exactly what your pain is. Yeah. I I had a duffel bag when I came in. Mm -hmm. um, But also, uh, towards the end, 2014 started. uh, I moved to uh, New Orleans for a couple of months. Really? Yeah, it was only ever going to be temporary. I wish I had stayed... It was really fucking hot, too. We need so to talk about that because I'm yeah. planning a trip. Yeah, we can circle back. Okay. Um, but then I moved, tried to move back to Chicago uh, later that year mm-hmm. and just never made enough money to, to get my own place anywhere. Yeah. Um, I was just couch surfing. And, I and it's have, expensive there. Yeah. You know? Um, but I didn't even, you know, I, did, I couldn't even come up with, you know, 300 bucks to 
you know, share a place with somebody. I feel you. Know? you. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, so I would couch surf and I had a duffel bag <laughs> and a backpack. Carrying that shit and everywhere. Like every week I'd have to go <laughs> fucking get on the bus and go somewhere else and like after six months Because that's all it is. That, it's buses and trains and you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, uh, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a lot. Yeah. And after about five or six months of that and like crying on my friend's couch <laughs> You know what? I think I need to. Oh, Kenny. So I moved back to Michigan um, right before Thanksgiving uh, 2014. 14. Okay. I, uh, I was 30 years old. I was about to turn 31. Okay. I had $4 in my checking account. I feel you. And I was a complete fucking failure. I feel you. And I moved back in with my parents, and, and I cried on their couch for a couple months. And mm. then eventually got my own place with Blaine um, in Ferndale. Okay. And, uh, you know, everything kind of turned around. But you've been doing comedy real steady ever since, like, Chicago. Since oh, yeah. You, yeah, no, you've started, been doing comedy. Yeah, first open mic was December of 2007, but I didn't really start going regularly for another couple months. Yeah, and I have to tell you, like, I know, like, I mean, you probably don't want to hear this because you're probably like me and you don't like compliments, <laughs> but out of a lot of people, like, when whenever, like, it's so funny because there's so much of a mix of people that love your comedy. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like I could have like, I could have like the hardest black comedian be like, Kenny Woodskull's the shit, you know, like Kenny Woodskull's the shit. And then I'll get like, I'll get like, like, I mean, I, I mean, I know Brett Solferino is a big supporter of you. Like, uh, I know like uh, Melanie digs the hell out of you. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like you have support across the board and we all really appreciate your comedy because it's so real and from the heart you know what i mean and that's where i think that like now knowing that you started off with like the spoken word (laughs) and you're just saying what you feel like i completely get it now i get it i get it and like the 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 it's just so funny and the first time i met you at new dodge i remember like uh i didn't know who you were you know like that's what happens when you meet somebody for the first time (laughs) i didn't know who you were And, and it was like, and Kenny gets up there and like, he's a complete professional, you know? And like, like just, I mean, there's like seven comics there and like, you're making all of our friends laugh, but it's still <laughs> like, we're all dying laughing, yeah. you know, at, at Kenny. So, oh, that's so um, I wanted to ask you too. Um, so, so when you talked about, like, you always thought about doing comedy and everything, like mm-hmm. who were your influences with, um, with actual stand up? Well, back in the day, mm-hmm. um, I used to quote Mitch Hedberg so much that people oh would yell God. at me. Yeah. I, I, I ran across a TikTok dedicated to him, yeah. like, and it's just all his bits. And I just was like, <laughs> I'm following this. I'm yeah. following this. Like, so funny, right? Yeah, amazing. And, and you know, pure. I think that's what was daunting to me because I was into, like, Hedberg. I loved Seinfeld. Like, I had, yeah. I bought that Seinfeld, uh, sign, what is it, sign posts? Sign language. Sign. Oh, the yeah, book. It was the book. all of his jokes. Yeah, and yeah. I bought that when I was like in sixth grade. Okay. So like that's I was into that kind of shit. Yeah. You know? Stephen Wright, you know. But it's like. So wait, but you when you were how old were you in sixth grade then? Uh, or I mean, uh, like what year was that? Grade. Um, Sorry, six. No, it's okay. Sixth um, eighth grade. I'm just wondering. Let's see, sixth grade. Because I was in high school when Seinfeld the show was on, so I was just wondering, like, yeah, like yeah. 95, 96. So okay, was, yeah. yeah, so yeah, in, you're 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 like a you're like five six years old. Yeah, apparently. yeah. Okay. I I mean, I remember watching Seinfeld do stand up before I remember the uh, the show. The show, really, but that might have been me just associating his the opening. I Him loved doing, I yeah. loved all of his his yeah. his jokes about being on an airplane like <laughs> airplane food like those but the show 
when I was in high school was like the thing that we talked about. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was yeah. t- totally into it back then. Um, yeah. so yeah, again, TV comedies, that's, that was my bag. I wasn't really a, an outdoor kid. Uh, yeah. Although I, you know, I camped and stuff. I was an Eagle Scout, but. Any um, real, uh, any real abrasive comics that you like? Um, People that rub people the wrong way. Oh man! I Anybody that... controversial, Kenny? Really? Come on, I'm trying to dig deep, no, Kenny. I mean, I was in. I like Paula Poundstone. Okay. You know? <laughs> she's kind of controversial. Yeah. Well, I, I like Ellen DeGeneres, who's controversial uh, now. But now, the, the yeah. stand-up wasn't controversial. No, not at all. I don't know. I, I don't think she I, did a whole I, bit about like tripping. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I was laughing because it was so true. It's like, yeah, I do look behind when I trip, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I'm like, come on, Ellen. Yeah. yeah. I like the 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 reclining on an airplane. Like, oh. <laughs> Oh, this is so much better. Oh, yeah. This, <laughs> this half an this, inch I get. This half an inch. <laughs> like, so I like stuff like that. Yeah. This is kind of basic, but but I think that's what was daunting is like, how do you sit down and write something that's just a one-liner, you know? Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that, that, you know, you just think of something as you're walking and you're like, oh, I'm going to write that down. And then yeah. I'm going to try to figure out how to say it. How often do you write? Uh, I mean, I try to write every day, but it's, yeah. it's usually not... We were talking about this earlier. He was yelling at me. He's like, you need to stop. You need to turn your phone off for like an hour out of the day. That's what they say. And just write for that hour and then turn your phone back on and call everybody back. Because her friends in comedy are very distracting to her. No, they're not. (laughs) They are are. not. I'm hey, joking. I'm listen, joking. This is therapy for me, I'm all right? Joking. <laughs> this yeah. is therapy all for right. me. I'm sitting here with two comics. I'm trying to be a little funny. I'm speaking trying to see if it rubs off on me. Speaking <laughs> of friends in comedy, besides your influences, who in um like our scene, Chicago, uh mm-hmm. national, who makes you laugh right now? Oh, I mean hard. <laughs> it is hard to say, right? Because there's just there's so many. I mean, I yeah. I've been transfixed with uh the new crop of kids that started after COVID. Yeah. And I'm jealous of. <laughs> and I'm like, how the fuck did you get so good? In like I a know, year. right? Right. It took me seven years before I stopped sucking, you know? So <laughs> I, uh, you know, like Nick Kelly. Uh, I, right. Yeah. Grace. God. Uh, yeah. Oh Danielle. my God. Grace bending over in Bruce Pike's face the other night. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I walked in and that's what I, that's what I walked into to get like, I was. I didn't on, notice it was in his face. It I was. Just, it, I, saw, I saw the picture too afterwards and I was like, yeah, she bent over like right in his face and he's just laughing. Yeah. He's funny as fuck too. I got to talk to yeah, him. Yeah, Bruce. Bruce yeah. is really, he's like a big puppy dog. Yeah, for real. You know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess, um, and I love I love Mercer, man. I love yeah. how, how weird he can get, you know. I have so much fun with Mercer <laughs> because it's just like, I'm like, you know what? It's refreshing because I, I understand how smart he is, mm-hmm. you know, and then, but he can crack like so much like stupid wise to oh, you. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, I, I appreciate yeah. that. There's so many people. And then, and, but then he'll get serious sometimes too. And you know, I don't realize that he's not joking anymore. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like, oh, because I'm laughing <laughs> and he's just looking at me like. Right. Laughing? <laughs> right. Exactly. And then sometimes that's a joke too, but I don't. I, mm-hmm. But I love that part. Um, okay. And real quick, uh, you mm-hmm. were. I think you were talking with Diego the other night, and like I was like, "Why is Diego porn stash now?" <laughs> Sorry, I have to throw that <laughs> no, in. It's... Diego's never going to listen to this, but Paul's going to appreciate it. Yeah. Paul will laugh at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, I love Paul. Paulie's getting good too. Yeah. Oh nice my god. Everybody. Everybody's doing so good. Detroit is on fire. Yeah. Like for real. Yeah. What? In so, a good way this time. So you've been in this in a 
He just said it. Put a nail on the head. It's not Boom. devil's night type fires, people. This isn't a good way. It's not summer of 67. Right but, now. but what I'm trying to say is, is like, there's just so many people that like, I mean, like, like I laugh yeah, at Melanie. You. I laugh at you. God. I laugh at Melanie. T Barb. T Barb. Fucking uh, Josh. I mean, like, T- if T-Barb we're gonna talk about I... people, Josh, you know. Yeah. Oh, and, Josh. and and the thing is, is like, but I'm not even just talking them. I'm mm-hmm. talking like the the little people in the mm-hmm. you know people that are like us that are just like up and coming and we're trying to get book shows and yeah. things like that. Like, I mean, like Steve Katz, hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Brett I mean, Solferino, you know, like funny know. as hell. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he's kind of, he's all right. So. He's all right. He's all right. I don't know. I mean, like when I, he's, when, he's, when, I'm when still he's in the had, he, giving him shit. So, uh, yeah. he, when he has three white claw, he's all right. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is like, there's a lot of people in the community. Um, there's a lot of people like Indy is such a, like I tell mm-hmm. people all the time. I'm like, if you want a good cheap night, go oh, to yeah. Indy. Just, and it's it's I think that's reflected in in yeah. the audiences that they have. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it, granted, it's probably a little bit easier to fill that room out than mm-hmm. than uh, uh, the castle. It's the size of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the size of this. But, but but every it's almost like and even for the mics. Yeah, you know, at ten o'clock on a Thursday. Yeah, for sure. There'll be like just a bunch of fucking random people there mm-hmm. who are into it. Yeah. Know? And everybody's there to listen and have fun and everything like that. Yeah. So, so, um, one thing I want to ask you before we, uh, go to break, uh, where has been your favorite place to perform over uh, all these years? Oh man. Over, well, the favorite place, I, I, I only got to do it twice, but, um, uh, comedy club on state in Madison. Okay. Wisconsin? It's like a, yeah, it's like a cheat code. It's, oh, really? Yeah, like uh, there's a lot of uh, people record their albums there because the audiences are just legendarily um, really good and yeah, happy and supportive. Really yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I I was out there for work a couple of years ago, and um, I had a connection. I knew a, a dude from co-producing a show. Yeah, this guy Sammy RHR, who's from Milwaukee, but. He was kind of blowing up at that point, and I he, he let me name drop him mm-hmm. when I hit the booker up to okay. try to get on the mic. Okay, and then uh, John Doerr was there uh, for the weekend. He was recording his album. Okay, and I, I said, you know, if there's a spot available, I'd love it. I, I don't expect it, but you know, and he, initially he was like, no, no, but then he texted me. And he was like, yeah, you, if you want to come by, <laughs> so <laughs> um, yeah, opening doing you know like anything there. It's yeah. mean, fucking amazing. Yeah, but. In general, I'm a huge fan still of uh, Showcase in Ann Arbor. Like, mm-hmm. To me, as far as like the setup of a room goes, it's right. like it's not huge. Like uh, the castle's fun, yeah. But I think it's a it can struggle be overwhelming sometimes, sometimes. because yeah. it's such a deep room. Yeah. Whereas like the way Ann Arbor is set up, you're in down in the bowl. Yeah. And you're it's you're like basically House of Comedy. Island. It's yeah. like House of Comedy. Yeah. 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 And House of Comedy is cool too. I I, 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 dig I haven't it. gotten the the pleasure of working there yet, except for T Barb. T Barb too. Uh, Me yeah. too. Me too. Hey, T's got us all. She's got all our backs. Yeah, I swear, she's got all that. our backs. Like T T Barb's been like one of the most supportive people. She's yeah. like, hey, I will let you go. I'll yeah. let you do what you want. I uh I I like opened up her show and introduced her. You know. And I was like, "All right, now I got a credit." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "I was at House of Comedy." There you go. <laughs> like that's Have how you, it's gonna happen. You've done other clubs though, haven't you? Um, so like I did one night stands yeah. for that's the a grad lot of fun show, too. Yeah. 
And I did one at Stands as a guest spot, but I haven't been booked there. Um, I have done Mark Ridley's. I've hosted the open mics there. I did a grad. I hosted my grad show. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully I'll be booked there. Yeah. Shout out to Bill Bouchard. <laughs> <laughs> Are you emailing? Come me? on, Bill. <laughs> I. You know what? I'm not aggressive, Ken. That's my problem. Be, I'm not be, aggressive. You gotta ask. That's the only way. Honestly, I feel like a fucking dick. Not, I feel like Mark a dickhead. Mark is not gonna call you up and be like, you know what? You want to come and work? Yeah. No. Like so. No. That's why I've you been gotta. calling and doing the open mics, and like that's yeah. what I'm gonna do. And that's but, a great start. Yeah. But literally, just email. Okay, I, so I'm not going to ask you what your favorite club in the state is because I don't want to start a war. Uh, but um, what what's been like your no, favorite come on, let's open do some mic controversy? What's been your favorite open mic post COVID? Oh man, um, pre COVID and post COVID. How about I throw that out because I mean, the young people need to know. Oh God. Uh, well, I love the mic at the showcase. I, I don't want to keep going back to that, but yeah. that's you know once I was like kind of past there and. Uh, I didn't have to worry about being like impressive a hundred percent of the time. Right, you're just like, like I'm here. I mean, I can do the mic and yeah. do it like a mic. Like I can yeah. try out something brand new here. Right, and the audiences there typically are so smart and so engaged, and you know, I, it helps that they paid to get in. You know, it's yeah. different than a bar show where like. You yeah. know, you're at, I love New Way, but I love it because it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> and that's not a comment on Paul or... He does a great show. Yeah. It's but the, it's just the like, setup it's the, of the setup, room. yeah. Uh, it's, you know, and it's people who, on a Monday night, who don't really necessarily want to listen to you. Yeah, but are there. They're there. They're like, we're here. But I think that's amazing, too, and that it's always been one of my favorites because it is hard. You know, and you kind of, it's almost like bonding in wartime yeah. with fellow No, soldiers, it's what it is. Know? It's like we all, we're like, hey, what's yeah. up? How you doing tonight? Yeah, yeah hard yeah. day at work. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're about here, about to go up and eat shit. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> you know? yeah. And when I, when I first moved back to Michigan mm-hmm. and started kind of coming out in the scene, that was like the first place I gravitated towards because it was like, oh, my people are here. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. And everybody was there. Yeah, but and when, I mean, when COVID back opened back yeah. up, like I, that was my favorite yeah. new way yeah. because it was like, everyone's here. We're all just trying to do this and figure shit out. Oh so, yeah. I, yeah. I remember that, that first night and like, yeah. uh, I ran into miles mm-hmm. like, who I, I hadn't seen in person in, in probably a year, mm-hmm. you know, and we were like crying and like, Oh, I love you so much. Right. You know? Right. Like, it was like, Oh, okay. Things are. The world hasn't ended. Right, exactly. You know, things exactly. are a little bit back to normal. The world is uh, back to normal. Yeah, but definitely shout out to the indie too, because that's. I mean, they do. Like, I mean, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know anything. <laughs> I didn't know anything about India until they opened back up, and like, yeah. I swear, it's been like one of the places that's been like my mecca to go and just like let out the shit that I'm like thinking, yeah. like my ideas, you yeah. know. Yeah. And I'm like, and you know what? I know everybody here. I might not know all the audience, but you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to go up here and tell my truth and see what happens and what's funny and what's not. Yeah. You know, so that's oh, what absolutely. it is. And that's I, it is. it's one of those places where, like, you kind of feel like you need to try to bring something new. Absolutely. Time, you know? Absolutely. Because everybody's on their game there. Yeah. You know, so it's like everybody. So and and that, fucking heard this bit already. I'm like, why are you doing this again? Right. Here? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm not doing white claw jokes, you guys. We're going to talk about real <laughs> shit tonight. So, um. But anyway, so we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back with more Kenny and we're going to talk about Deep End Sketch Comedy too. Cool. Cool. All right. All right. We'll be back.
February 10th, 2023, Trixie's Bar. Myself, the Downriver Diva, I present to you Diva Cup 3. Love stinks. It's an improv comedy competition with over 30 comedians, one minute of material apiece, random topics. And these topics, the theme of this show is love, relationships, breakups, and Valentine's Day. We're having it again at Trixie's Bar, $7 presale on Eventbrite and $10 at the door. Make sure you come and check out the wildest show in Detroit comedy, The Diva Cup. Welcome back to Sanctioned by Stephanie with Ken Whipskull, everybody. You are so in that age period of where like Jack ba- Jack Jack Black no Jack White Jack was White. king. We've already talked White about Stripes Jack Black. Was, was king, right? <laughs> he, they were real big in college. Yeah, super I huge. I, I never, I didn't really get into them. No, because like I when I did college radio, uh-huh. I felt so I was like the lamest. I had the lamest taste in music. No, me too. So I, I got, get you. I got into all these bands yeah. just because. You know, they were playing them, and there was all these indie stuff. So, like, yeah. Gogo Bordello mm-hmm. and uh, I probably a little bit of the White Stripes. They were a little mainstream even for what yeah. uh, Wider was doing. When I was in high, when I was in college, in the college radio, we were listening to, like, Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, that was the indie alternative <laughs> to everybody. It was like, if I had a million dollars. Oh, man. That's I'd a great that was still the buy Kraft Macaroni. Well, I mean, when they, before they got... You know, before they really blew up, that was, I mean, that was like college radio. Yeah, kind of yeah. Stuff, yeah. And then didn't they Christian get canceled? Didn't they get canceled too? I the thought they might. Bare Naked Ladies? Bare Naked Ladies. I think ladies, one I of the guys, did. the singers, one of them got arrested in Canada. Yeah. Oh, no. for, in home for, country. Like, for some kind of Drugs, like sex. Drug sex, trafficking oh, or no, sex. No, but like or sex something. trafficking too. Something, yeah. It was, was it, crazy. Was, was it the, the guy? It was the guy with the, the dark hair. No, no, not the guy with. The, yeah, it was Ed. It was oh, Ed. It was the guy. Ed, yeah, man. it was fucking Ed. That's so sad. And, yeah. I, and like, okay, so allegedly, so I can't. I can't say this is true because I'm just like going uh, off yeah. of what is in my head. Yeah. You know what old people do? You know we do that. We do that a little bit. You know when you're seasoned, <laughs> and um, and you're a seasoned Caucasian. Okay, I feel like you're a seasoned Caucasian, <laughs> sure, Ken. Yeah. You're you're accepted <laughs> by the black community. Um, when you're a seasoned Caucasian, you 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 take the tidbits of the of the the things that are in the news and then you're like okay so something happened <laughs> we're just gonna address something happened that's all we know that's so. all we know all right sorry that's that's all we know but anyway so um wanted to talk to you real quick because you've been in uh doing the deep sketch or deep end sketch comedy group I, well, I only did one of them. You only did one yeah, of them? I'm not like in the group. You really right stood now. out though. Yeah, you really well, stood out. I was the oldest one there. Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what's up? I was like, oh, okay. All right. This is the, this is the geriatric bit. I guess. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Well, we were teachers. So, it was, I mean, it, yeah. It looked real enough. Yeah. Um, and that was fun. Although I just, I hated like all these really attractive people on there. <laughs> 
I'm like, I have all these like 20 somethings that are all tight. And yeah, like, (laughs) no, I feel you. I feel you. Cause I was like, uh, one night at Indy Tenaglio was like, Hey, you should be in one. And I was just like, with all you young, hot people, (laughs) like, (laughs) I felt really self-conscious. You felt, but it was really funny. It's a really good bit. It's a good bit. I enjoyed it. It was, it was collaborative too. Yeah. Like, um, we went over the sketch a couple times, uh, just like a like a re- like a read through, um, and we were like kind of pitching jokes and stuff, and that yeah. was fun. Um, but yeah, just like watching everybody watching their process too, because they were like, it's cool to see the collaborative yeah, effort. Were, like, for, you know, everybody's like pitching things and saying yeah, things, and yeah. yeah. And there were jokes like I just I didn't get, and I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. hopefully. <laughs> Can I feel you on that you know? so much? I feel you on that so but, much. Uh, uh, no, it was it was a lot of fun. I hopefully we can do more. I yeah. Um, the sketch is something that uh, it's been elusive to me. I have you I'm, done done other troops like that? No, 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 really. No, I, I mean, there was <laughs> the only other sketch I ever did was um, back in Chicago. We filmed it, and it was right before it was right around the time they were legalizing gay marriage. Okay. okay. So it was a sketch about these two rednecks uh, watching, <laughs> watching it on the news. And they're like, "Oh, I guess this is the new world now." So it cuts to us, uh, cuts to me getting my ass fucked. Oh, <laughs> oh, wait, where is this? Where can we find this? I don't Ken? think it ever saw the light of day. Really? It was just like when we were. <laughs> Did you we have like a Pulp it, Fiction moment? Was there like a ball gag or no. anything like that? No. It no. Wasn't that. Okay. Okay. But it, like, I mean, it looked probably pretty bad. Mm. I think that's why it never got the light. Saw the but, light of day. Yeah. This guy named Eric Turman uh, wrote it. And, um, <laughs> never trust an Eric. That's yeah. my brother's name. <laughs> uh, me and this other guy, Dan. Oh, what the fuck is his last name? I don't know, but he was just another comic. And I, I, you know, I've tried to write sketch before. I, I think, you know, unless you've taken a class or like, especially like improv is great for that because you, mm-hmm. it's it's more about like, yeah, you know, uh, you know, writing like the structure of yeah, you know, what's funny in a physical space. And um, have you done anything at it, Have you done anything at Go? You've done any improv no, stuff? I'm no, not, I'm not an improv guy. You're not. No, no. but I have t- you done hiprov? No. I thought, oh no, God, I, I thought, I thought for sure you would have. No fucking rhythm. No, there's no way I'm ever gonna do it. Are you serious? You have yeah, no rhythm. I cannot. I was, ladies ignore that because Ken's single. <laughs> um, but I was driving Melanie. We were going, we were going out to a show in Ipsy, and she likes to rap. Yeah, and yeah. I had, <laughs> I had um, uh, something, some hip hop instrumental on, and and. Uh, and she was like rapping and she's like, all right, Ken, you go. And I'm like, nope, no, nope. not going to even. Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? What'd you listen to when you were growing up um, music wise? Uh, and I really got into jazz in high school. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, when I, I kind of blew by Miles Davis, which is probably okay. arguably his best. Yeah. So yeah. I was going to say Miles Davis was that was for me too. Yeah. Miles yeah. Davis. <laughs> so I listened Why to Why am I sitting lot. here with my two husbands? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> They're like kind of similar. I'm not kidding yeah. right now. But that fed into like the beat poetry stuff. Too. Were you into so country like, music? No. No. I, Even yeah. when the country resurgent, like the resurgence I, came and everybody rem- was trying to do it. I remember know? as uh, probably a six or seven year old. Okay. Listening to, and I'm proud to be, be an, an American. American. <laughs> and uh, I just wonder because you're from Fenton. I was that. like, I was like, is there a country influence? Yeah, no. So you like rock and roll? I was, you're I a rock and roll rock. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Hall and Oates uh, at all? No, Hall and Oates. <laughs> Come on. I mean, in high school, Bare Naked Ladies. Bare Naked uh, Ladies. Weezer. Weezer. A lot of Weezer. Don't um, you? <laughs> if you want to destroy my sweater. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. Pink, Pink Triangle was my song for a long time. Pink I, Triangle. I fell okay. in love with okay. so many lesbians over the years. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, this is this song is about me. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, uh, what? Okay, what's the last concert you've been to? Oh God, um, I can't even think. I don't really see a lot of live music. Yeah, especially not these days. I, Do you want to know my first concert? Sure. Weird Al. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Would you have went to Weird Al? I I mean I definitely thought about it. Yeah, for sure. For I sure. was ne- I like I liked him. I was never like a huge Yeah. This was Gangster's it. Paradise. Yeah, no, that yeah. was like that was this my was jam. this was yeah. this was Amish Paradise Weird Al. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. No, I appreciate it, but I uh yeah. I think the last, I think it was probably, um, oh, uh, I, I don't know. It was fucking uh, Steely Dan. Steely Dan? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, I got into Steely Dan last year. Nice. And, uh, nice. Once the closer you get to 40, the more you're like, oh, I get this. No, like, I, I honestly, I was, I did not know what Steely Dan was. Yeah. But, like, I knew the songs. It's like, one of those back, things where it's track, like. track, do it again. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like, I, but it's like, if I hear the song, I know who it is. But, yeah. like, that's that's one that was, like, a sidebar. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up, like, my dad was, like, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I knew yeah. all the 70s. A lot of Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Metallica. Mm-hmm. No, Metallica was huge. Yeah. I, I have a Metallica hoodie. Like, I love Metallica. <laughs> that was that was literally, like, my dad and I bonded over Metallica. Okay. I'm not kidding. And still, to this day, I'm like, if I can afford it one day, I will take my dad to a Metallica show. If they have, like, a you know, the final... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but but you know like Jason has to be on it. It can't be. It can't be. It's got to be everybody. It's got to be Jason everybody. Jason will never be on the stage. I need Jason on happen. the Sorry. stage. I want Jason. It's not gonna happen. It's so then it's happen. not gonna happen. Was All that, right. Was that their old bass player? The dude with the, the red hair that looked like Kane player. from fucking WWE. <laughs> like he was their second was. second yeah, bass player after, after Cliff, Cliff Burton yeah. died. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. the one that replaced Cliff Burton. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that was the guy that was like you he know Enter Sandman. Remember that? Yeah, he he picked a good pick. Yeah, yeah. No, there's yeah, there's different ways to play bass. One picking using a pick and a bass, it's. It's a, it's no, a you look at Metallica it's, it's and then you look at like Flea, like completely oh, yeah. different yeah. fucking shit, yeah. you know, completely. Yeah, I, I played bass. Uh, I played bass briefly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, could, I could see you doing the bass fingerings I, again. Why are you guys yeah. both my husbands? And then he just said fingering. So, as she said, yes. yeah. Okay. So, all right, okay. we're gonna go into the unsanctioned seven the seven random questions that we oh do to boy. every person here on sanctioned by stephanie oh goodness and this is completely random because you know what ken i have been on one and i did not do my homework so we're gonna just pick it <laughs> um first question what's your favorite place my favorite place your favorite place kenny oh god damn where's um, your safe spot my safe spot the place you love. Do not say big boy. I'm going to get mad at you if you do that. That's hard. <laughs> or <know>. Tony's in <laughs> Frankenmuth because you know, it's close to Fenton. <laughs> I guess, well, in in that case, I, mean, I might have to say, you mentioned Frankenmuth. I might have to say. Um, Dude, I love Frankenmuth so much. Bavarian Inn. Yep. What? No, yeah. no, no. Zenders. <laughs> Zenders. Sorry, I, Bavari- I like the, I like the later hosen. You like Sorry. the shitty food? 
It's the same goddamn food. It's not. They make it really it in the same isn't. fucking kitchen in the basement. <laughs> Do no, you re- okay, like, let's fight about it. Let's fight about it. Let's fight about it. All Zenders right. doesn't have spatzel. Okay. And I'm a spatzel man. That's the difference. Do you know who yeah. had... <laughs> wait, wait. Afterwards, I, I feel like taking Kenny to beer color and get him real spatzel. <laughs> right down the street here, there's a place called. Have you been to Have you been to Beer Keller? No. This is the Down River secret. Okay. Yeah, it's right down the street. They have any kind of spetzel you want. Like mm. you can get it. I have a spetzel maker. Oh, me too. I make. You know, I, I make one for Christmas. You really? Mm-hmm. So, what's your nationality? Uh, German Polish. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, like Hungarian Polish here. Okay. So, but we make chicken paprikash and there's a place down the street right here called, um, the Rhapsody and they sell like the Spetzel maker. Oh yeah. 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 Like the little dome with the little grater underneath and you can just like pop out dumplings, bitch. Yeah. yeah. My, my, uh, grandmother used to make it. It was amazing. My, my, uh, she was, uh, mostly like British Isles kind of, kind of generic. Okay. But uh, she married my my grandfather, who was first generation yeah. German, and but she was from West Virginia, so she had all this low country yeah stuff, and that mixed with that's where German the, stuff. That's where was, the biscuits and gravy love oh, comes from my too. God, yeah, yeah. I uh, <laughs> but yeah, her spatzel. She used mm-hmm. to make uh, bologna and hot peppers, which oh really sound as good, but doesn't sound good when you say it. But like the the ring bologna that she yeah. would cut up. And uh, and fry it with some pepperoncini. See, like what the Hungarians do, like yeah. we cut up the cabbage, mm-hmm. and we put it with the spatzel, oh, and then okay. onions and bacon, and butter. Okay, it's fucking lit. Okay. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, cabbage. I never really got into. I mean, like it's I don't only mind it, but yeah, I don't it's seek it's out a sauerkraut. It's know? a sour. It's a sidebar. It's a sidebar. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not into. I, like, what's the Reuben? I'm not mm. into the Reuben. Every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And it's the way the sourness versus the sweetness of the of the Russian dressing. Uh, exactly. Um, it's good, but yeah. it's, uh, you know, most days I don't wake up and be yeah. like, you know what, I want some sauerkraut. Yeah. Our thing is, <laughs> in, in Hungarian cooking, is this thing called solana. And solana is bacon fat. It's basically oh. like cured bacon. You chop it up, you rear, you rear down the fat, and then you dip a piece of rye bread in it. <laughs> And then you top it with salt and pepper, onion, peppers, tomatoes, like whatever kind of vegetables you want. And that's like our special once a year treat. Were the Hungarians like stoned 24 7? 24-7. Yes. Yes. To come up with some great stuff. They call it greasy bread. They really call it greasy (laughs) bread. And it's just like it's just to make the hangover go away. Yeah, it's like that's what you make in your kitchen at four o'clock in the Mm -hmm. morning. Exactly. Exactly. Where's that bacon fat? <laughs> Where's that bacon fat? Let's fry it, the shit up. I mean, that's that's what I love about my culture, man. Yes. Like we're we're we we all understand our alcoholism, yeah. and we're just trying to make that hangover go away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, second question. Uh, if you could be anywhere in the world right now, where would you be? Oh man, um, honestly, if I if I could choose, mm-hmm. uh, L.A. Yeah. 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 I, I've never been there, but uh, that's kind of like my ultimate goal. My goal. I want to. I want to be a screenwriter, and I want to like. I want to work in one of those bungalows on the studio lot, you yeah. know, and then they like, go to my house 
you know, next to the beach. Yeah. And uh, even though I don't do anything in the water. <laughs> Presumably, <laughs> if I'm in California, I'm in better shape than I am now. So, I'm walking the beach yeah, every morning. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, like Chicago, I could do that. I, I, um, I do like a big city, but it's just... You know, unless you have a lot of money. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's going to kind of suck a little bit. That's why I kind of like the summer. Broke bitch so. problems. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> okay. Um, who was your favorite teacher in high school? Ooh, favorite teacher. Um, there was this guy, uh, Mr. K. What the fuck was his real name? I can't think of it right now. Mr. K, though. Mr. K. Uh, he was terrifying. <laughs> he scared the shit he's, out of you. He's about four foot tall. Um, pretty sure he was a wrestler <laughs> at some point. But he was, um, he taught uh, AP English. Okay. And really taught me to to love and, and believe in myself. Yeah. I think as, at the very least as an appreciator yeah. of, of English. And that was always like my real strong suit as a student. I was a good um, English person too. Yeah. 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 I was uh, 99th percentile for right? reading comprehension. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. How'd you do in the MEEP test? Uh, <laughs> and the SAT, ACT? I did pretty well. I think, uh, for the, I can't remember the MEEP, but I remember doing. MEEP was so, you were a baby. Yeah. 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 No, I, I remember it, but more from like grade school. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I got, is it one, two, or three for AP tests? Yeah. I think I got a two, which was okay. pretty good at the time. But Mr. K was Mr. K, a big yeah, influence. He was, yeah, he was just no nonsense. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, next question: yeah. If you had a million dollars, what what's the first thing you would buy? Oh man, just um, dropped in that bank account this morning. I've been thinking about this. Yeah. Oh, for oh, for like straight up, first thing I would buy. Not yeah. even first thing you would probably buy. Probably a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just a carton. Maybe a, it's yeah. a million dollars. Yeah, just buy yeah. a carton. Um, no, I mean probably get a nice car or something like that. Or, mm -hmm. uh, I've been thinking about, like, if I ever do make a lot of money, mm -hmm. I'd, I'd want to invest in, like, a McDonald's franchise. Right. And then just, like, okay, Something I don't have like to ever worry about money key. anymore. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> You're like, I'm selling McChickens like crazy yeah, people. Yeah, because that's, like, how people, that's how real people do it, you know? You you buy a bunch of stuff, and then you have passive income, and, yeah. you know, that's, what, that's how Amway sells their shit. <laughs> <laughs> what number are we on? Number five? Okay. All right, you're chunky like me. If you could have unlimited uh, whatever food for the rest of your life without gaining weight, which food would it be? Oh, besides spatial? Um, besides spatial. Um, he says it so correctly, yeah. too. Like, I'm like, Spetzel. Well, my, my grandfather always called it Spetzla. So that's, I, oh. I still call it that. But yeah. but when I'm around other people, I say <laughs> Spetzel. Spetzel. Um, I don't know, probably pizza. I love a, I love a good pizza pie. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, where's your favorite pizza in Detroit? Um, well, probably Buddy's. Buddy's, I'd say, but I really a, like it too. Yeah, it's a little. I mean, you can't scarf too much of it because are you from rich. Are you from the generation that got the pizza pizza? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, and the two pizzas in the in the cardboard in and the then like in the bag oh, in the yeah. bag. That yeah. was when Little Caesars was Little Caesars. Yeah. <laughs> did you Did you ever go to Little Caesars Land? Yes. We yeah. had one right down here in, yeah. in Southgate, and and that was that was like where we had all of our birthday parties, oh, yeah. everything, because it was like the cheapest place to go. But also, we would get the butter parm on the pizza, yeah. 
Yeah, like, I mean, like, my family was, like, legit on point with that. They were like, oh, add butter parm. Our pizzas were amazing there. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. And we got to play pinball and shit like that. So yeah. it was always fun. Um, okay, next question. We're on number six? I think so. Okay. Yes, correct. Let's see here. When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, initially, I wanted to be a detective. Like uh, like Encyclopedia Brown, really, yeah, really. So you wanted to you wanted I, to solve cases. I had a I had my own detective agency. Oh, you did. Yeah, Mysteries Incorporated. Mysteries Incorporated. Yeah. I love this. It's like Kids Incorporated, but <laughs> but from Fenton. Yeah. <laughs> so Mysteries Incorporated. So are you into true crime? Uh, I'm getting into it now. A little I, bit. Uh, yeah, I mean. You know, once you grow up and you yeah. see the real role of law enforcement in yeah. the, this country, it's, uh, you know, you get a little bit more cynical about that. Real quick, before we yeah. even go into the next question, like, you seem like one of the most, like, like one of the most woke white males. <laughs> and I'm sorry, that had to, that came out really weird, but yeah. one of the most, most woke, my, I, I can't w- say it. I can't w- fucking say it. One of the wokest. Wokest white males in the scene. Like, you're very, very supportive. Like, you're one of those people that, like, if I really need somebody to walk me to my car, you're going to do it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, in the scene, like, with with everything that, you know, there's all kinds of drama and mm-hmm. whatever. Like, how do you just stay, like, so cool with everybody? You know what I mean? Like, you really do. Well, honestly, because I fucked up a lot. You did. You know, I've been, I mean, nothing, like, really egregious, but. Right. I mean, there's probably, I doubt they'd be listening to this, but there are probably women in the world who, if they heard this. Ken got too like, fucked up and said Ken. something. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I, I just, I kind of, I think about that a lot. Well, I'm just like, so I you just, know, like yeah. this generation of comics that are coming out that I'm involved in, like we all are like, Ken Witzkall is like the nicest guy that we could ever oh, even come across. Like, honestly, pe- yeah. to be honest, like, yeah. and, 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 and it's like, um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of women that are in the comedy scene that. Like, really just, like, I mean, like, you won Diva Cup. Come on, Ken. <laughs> like, you won Diva Cup. Like, a lot of the women are just, like, Ken is just so fucking sweet and oh, just so nice to yeah, us. And, like, we that. really appreciate you. Well, for you. real. For thank real. You. you know, I just, you know, you think about, you know, how my mom would react to. Exactly. You know, and I don't want to disappoint. That's, her, so. that's so, 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 like, awesome. Yeah. I just but, love that, that also, you think like, that way. You know, and the idea, like, I. I would hate, and and I know that I've been that guy before that people yeah. felt uncomfortable with. I'm yeah. like, the idea that someone would feel unsafe around yeah. me is, is a really bugs me out. I really appreciate so, you for yeah. for that because it's like because like I've made people feel uncomfortable too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it's yeah. just like I don't mean anything by it. I'm yeah. just flirty. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, you know? I, I mean, I I remember it was pre me too, but I posted something on Facebook about oh how, like, really? You know, I've. You know, I've crossed the line before. And yeah. a lot of the people that responded, I mean, some of them were nice and they said stuff like what you're saying. Yeah. But, like, I, I had friends who were, like, who girls who were, like, yeah, no, I, you know, alcohol, you cross the line and, and, yeah. and, you, and you feel ashamed of yourself, you know. So it is something that is, you know, it's something anybody can do. But I think you can't ever think that, oh, I could never do something. So I feel like this is a good moment to talk about this yeah. because there's a lot of people in the comedy scene, like a lot of us deal with substance abuse issues yeah. and things like that. And there's a lot of people that, you know, some people are like, oh, 
maybe they overcrossed a, a boundary and stuff. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's always the chance to redeem yourself and just be like, you know what? I'm really not it. I'm not a, the asshole you think I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, and just hearing that from you right now, like, cause this is completely unprovoked. Like we've <laughs> like, I just, I just threw yeah. this out there, but legit can like, you're, you're an ally. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you're, you're not somebody that we ever look at like that. You oh, know what I mean? Awesome. Like, so, and, and honestly, like, and I might, I might like flirt with you and be silly with you and stuff, but that's just because, you know, the alcohol, but yeah. no, <laughs> like I completely, yeah. completely respect you as a professional oh, and you're you. one of those people that treats us like professionals. Oh, so awesome. I wanted to say that for sure. Well, I, I feel very good. Okay. You, so, so last question. You're a fucking veteran. <laughs> okay, he's a vet in comedy, performing all the all the nine. Where uh, do you see yourself in the next five years? Oh man, um, hopefully LA. Yeah. 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 I, um, I I'm always gonna do stand up. Yeah. I I've tried to quit several times. It's addictive. It's I get really. It's like quitting smoking. Like yep. I get really antsy. <laughs> I get. Uh, you know, yeah. like I, I turn into an asshole. I get, mm-hmm. you know, and I just I need that as an outlet. Um, right. I've kind of resigned myself to the fact that I'm probably never going to make a living doing this directly, but I know enough people, and I'm a good enough writer that you know maybe I can find a way, you know, to to make a, a decent living enough as a screenwriter, yeah, and still be within that world, yeah. And, and hopefully that'll be enough to, like, you know, I can get some credits off of that. But, okay. um, yeah, ultimately I'd, I'd love to be, like, ideally working, writing for Bob's Burgers, living in L.A., <laughs> uh, running an open mic where I... I, I got uh, so many Tina jokes, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I got so many Tina jokes. You just have to, like, look me up and pay attention to me. Yeah. I, yeah. I have a whole list of uh, all the, uh, like, fake burgers. Right? <laughs> uh, I think I still have it on here. I can... Might be good content. Ken, we're making, know. we're gonna make a coffee table book of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Let me see if it's in the here. lines that Bob Bob's Burgers actually needs. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, I don't. I don't think I have it in here. Shoot. That's okay. Like so broccoli Obama burger. Broccoli Obama. <laughs> the carne carne Wilson asada. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. I'm done. He just put a he just put a fork in me. Like I'm done. That's funny. <laughs> you know, you know I love Carne Wilson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's one of the reasons why I got bariatric surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and then that bitch gave birth online. <laughs> Oh, Do you really? know that? Oh no. She gave birth online. Shoot, did yeah. she, should she poop? I think <laughs> We all poop. Okay. No, <laughs> Unless you have a C-section like me, you're probably going to shit yeah, your pants. Yeah, I was like, yeah. no, I just, just take care of this. Okay. <laughs> take I, this child. Have you ever heard my bit about that? About that's the only thing that um, marathons and childbirth have in common. <laughs> no, <laughs> I haven't yeah. heard that. Like you go into it knowing you're probably going to shit, shit yourself, yourself in front of strangers, you know? That's so fucking funny. Yeah, I never get to laugh, but my mom likes it. So Your mom likes it? Yeah. She's she, like, people need to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because moms are the best because it's like, uh, I remember, like, my mom wasn't really wasn't really around when I had my kids. Like, she was kind of like sidebar, you know, like, we don't have yeah. that kind of relationship. Yeah. But I just remember, like, ha- after you have a child, 
you have a period for like six, like six no weeks. Shit. Yeah. Oh, like six weeks. <laughs> Nobody told me that shit. And I just remember like I came home and I was like, I hate your mom. I hate my mom. Fuck everybody in my life. Like nobody told me this shit. I'm like, I'm wearing a diaper for six weeks. Oh, assholes. Man, yeah. Suck. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, there's a baby and you're taking care of it too. Yeah. And it's like being on a raging period and taking care of a child. It's, just like, not what fun. is nature doing to us they just that... want it's survival of the fittest babe it's survival <laughs> yes. of the fittest it's like okay we're gonna throw this at you we're gonna throw this at you, you. get through these next six weeks yeah maybe yeah children are a whole nother thing but <laughs> anyway kenny why don't you tell us where you're gonna be what you're doing the next couple weeks like okay. what's going on with you babe um well i'm doing uh, well do you, you're gonna be you're gonna be uh judging at judging diva, cup, diva cup for sure yeah. and we got a good turnout coming out yeah, yeah. i'm excited oh, about it be fun, yeah. I think. yeah yeah i'm looking for because i'll be able to to riff the whole time exactly yeah. exactly it's always a lot of fun um well i'll be doing your a rival podcast of yours next week sitting down with the stand-ups Oh, he's not a rival. Yeah. No, I'm superior. <laughs> I love Justin Skirka though. Yeah. Like he's such a sweet guy. Like I'm, and, and honestly, I'm excited for you to do that because, uh, because I really love. Is Elena part of Elena's that too? A part of yeah, it. yeah. No, yeah. dude, I love Elena. I got to get her on here yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She mentioned that we had breakfast today. And she oh, was you like, did. Fucking Stephanie never fucking gets me. <laughs> so here's the thing. It's like there's too well, many of you dicks a- out here. Yeah. All right. So I'm like, I'm trying to like, I'm floating in the pussy with the dicks yeah. and i'm trying to like mix it up but we are booking for season four no I'm, book- by I'm all right as soon as we get off of here i'm booking elena gonzalez like, <laughs> well, apparently because she had breakfast with ken yeah it's not even about that all right this is this was something that was in the mix well, for a long time because elena has been elena was the one person that like when i was really feeling down about myself she was like just bitch just look in the mirror and give yourselves worth like give yeah. yourself words of affirmation and tell yourself you can do this. Yeah. And like, she's, she's really a solid person. Like she's really, we don't talk all the time, but like, she's somebody that I just really look up to and I just really hold dear to my heart. Oh, I love yeah. her so yeah, much. No, she's basically, you guys make the funniest little jokes back and forth too. I'm like, I know these are inside jokes, but I kind of yeah. get them. So I'm like, you guys are cracking me up. Like for real. You know, I, I think, um, you know, I was talking about how when I first moved back home uh-huh. and I was like broken and, you know, I I wish it hadn't happened. But if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have met you. Yeah. I wouldn't have met Elena. Yeah. Who's a big part of my life now. Yeah. I wouldn't have met uh, uh, Keith Bergman or um, right. uh, Diego. <laughs> right. Blaine or, right. You know. Uh, so at the end of the day, like. I'm, you know, I don't know where I'm going, but yeah. I'm really grateful for the people around me. And and you know what? And I feel that. Yeah. I feel that because it's like everyone that has accepted me and has like brought me in, like especially you, Ken. Like honestly, and it, it, and it's like I know like we we had a a person that like I'm, I think you kind of like put them in my direction and like oh. I tried to be a mentor to them and stuff. And it's like, and it's like, but it was only because it was really because of you. Oh, like, because why? I was like, I respect Ken 
And I think Ken's like super funny. Like I'd seen you at parts and labor so many times <laughs> and then you would come out to new Dodge yeah. and I was like, and, and people would say like, Oh, this is, this guy's been around for a minute, you know? Mm-hmm. So you were one of like the people that was one of the first like veterans that really supported my open mic and oh. came out and showed up for me. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, I know you were just being a cheap bitch and wanting stage time, <laughs> but you know, yeah. um, <laughs> I was but like, oh, it, somebody's trying to fucking do new dodge again. All right, <laughs> let's see. We'll see if it works this time. Let's see if it flies. Well, you know what? It, you never know. It might yeah. happen again. So, but you know, back but, back when my, I first started going there, when, you could smoke there. Yeah, no, like yeah. we still at the end of it, we smoked upstairs. <laughs> we smoked upstairs. We were like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. Nobody cares, but so we don't care. You know what yeah. I mean? But um, but yeah, like you really supported me with that. Um, awesome. anything else coming up besides Justin? Um, uh, well, the the big thing I'm excited for uh, is Travis City Comedy Festival. That's I'm super excited for that. Yeah. I might be working it. I'm not sure. Awesome. I'm trying yeah. to like figure this out. I, you know, I know it's, it's a lot of money. Like I've been, yeah, I've been on the other end of that so many times where you don't get into something and all your friends are on it. Um, so Ken, what else are you doing? Uh, well, yeah, I'm doing uh, Traverse City uh, Comedy, Comedy Festival. Festival, and uh, it's I'm actually. It, uh, geeked about because they do like a karaoke thing at the end of every night. Yeah, that's what I heard. And and I'm hosting the last one. So, nice one. Like nice. I'm not gonna get to open for Bamford like I wanted to. That's I'm not fine. gonna, you know, I'm not gonna uh, impress Tom Papa. I'm up there. Um, <laughs> that's Jerry Seinfeld's buddy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will be the last person mm-hmm. uh, hosting anything there. Nice. Uh, and like that's a real. I mean, it really. I'm. I'm honored to, to just to be a part of it yeah um, so i'm just geeked i think it's gonna be a good weekend i just remember the day that i brought um i brought my friend from boston to ann duke's house and duke mm. was like why didn't you sign up for the festival and i was like <laughs> i didn't know about it yeah. to be honest but you know what the traverse city comedy festival looks like the most diverse comedy festival mm. in this the entire state to be honest. And shout out to Mike D- Jeter and Ann Duke for putting that together. Like, I'm super, super yeah. stoked for it. If I can come out, I will come out. I, like, hope, I hope you do. And I, yeah. Like, I, I, I you got a I place for me impulse. to stay, Ken? Um, <laughs> uh, you crashing on someone's couch? Can I, I get the other end of the couch? It's like, maybe. Well, I, I'll probably be out late. <laughs> So you can Are we sleep sleeping in the, in the car? Are we sleeping in the car? <laughs> this is Traverse City. It's going to be like 20 degrees, yeah. 15 degrees. Yeah. Right. Fe- early February. Okay. It's going to be okay. cold. Right. So you can't sleep in the car. No, like it was, the cheapest, the it was cheapest July, hotel okay. I could find was the Nights Inn, and it was like $57. And I was like, oh, I probably could swing that. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I might, I might, I might pop out. I, I might, I might hit up some of my rich friends yeah. <laughs> that are comedians yeah. and be like, "Hey, you got a place?" <laughs> I have a buddy who lives uh, about twenty minutes out of town. If you want to crash on his couch, you want to crash? You He's wait. Got kids and they're very religious, but they're very religious. <laughs> Is he single? No, he's not. Okay, so um, I have to be appropriate. I can't say the <laughs> f word. There's children involved. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Oh my god, Ken, this was so much fun. A lot of fun. Thank you so, so much. So much for fun. Me. Thank you for coming. Um, I'm so happy that you were here. Uh, I have to tell you, guys, everybody out there, please listen. Ken Witzkall is like a dark horse when it comes to the comedy. Like he's somebody that you might not look at all the time, but 
you gotta fucking book him and he can work any room like i look at i look at kenny and i'm like if i if i ever go on the road and somebody's like hey can you bring somebody with you that can feature if your guest ho- your guest spotting or hosting i would be like yeah, Ken Witzkall, <laughs> for sure, Thank for you. sure, for sure. And you know what? And I and I love all of your I love all your older pictures of you doing the theater and everything too. Like I was just like, it it makes me feel so happy to see somebody that's actually been doing this. Like you've been doing this your whole life, you know? Yeah, I mean, you really have. I guess so. I mean, like <laughs> when I had Miles on here, mm-hmm. I felt the same way yeah. with her, and it's just like. I'm envious of that because the thing is, is like I was always an athlete and they were like, oh, you got to play sports. You got to do these things. You know, yeah. like I said this to Cam Rowe, you got to you got to do we all the do things. Both. That, you couldn't can't do, both. do both. You couldn't do both. But I always felt a calling with this and and like seeing people like you and Miles and people who have been doing I, this. I should have mentioned Miles too, knowing Miles. No, no, for man. sure. I for sure. So much. Yeah. You did kind of mention her earlier, okay. too, like. You shouted her out. Don't worry oh, about okay, it. Cool. Right. But what I'm sure. saying is, is like, like seeing people like you guys who have done this like throughout your whole life, and you really truly love this, and you really truly are serious about this. I want you to go to LA. Oh. I want you to do all the things because, because the fact of the matter is, is like we all just need to lift each other up. Mm. You know what I mean? That's what this is all about. Yeah. Like, and no matter what, we're all a fraternity. This is a camaraderie. We all have like the same kind of goals and life dreams. And whether you're black, Asian, Indian, you know, polka dotted Mexican. No, nobody's polka dotted, Ben. That's fucking racist. Don't say that. But I'm just saying like whether whatever race you are, whatever nationality you come from, like if you have a passion for this. That's what this is all about to me. Like, I want everyone to just try to be the best person that they can be and make Detroit shine because this is what it's about. Fago, Verners, like, we're here, (laughs) you know? (laughs) You know, like, this is what it's about. And Detroit comedy, like, tell me, Kenny, honestly, you've been in Chicago. Yeah. Detroit comedy is shining right now. It is. You know, yeah. I, uh, Chicago, it's it's a different beast just because it's... It really is. There's a little bit more industry there, um, so you're getting people that come through a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's not quite that just because it's, it's a different, you know, yeah. people, there aren't a whole lot of, like, headliners regularly, you know, well, I gotta go to Detroit, you know, which is unfortunate because there's an amazing... Um, audience here in place for it in so many yeah so many places too yeah. and there's, there, like you said there's a diverse array of of places that you can play that have you know their specific you know ridley's is always going to feel a little bit different one night stands and stands and, yeah and then and, and, and then the detroit um, house of comedy yeah yeah if, yeah you know i mean if i ever work there who knows that's <laughs> we'll see t-bar maybe, maybe, t-bar yeah. did it yeah, t-bar, t-bar did it i'm thinking 2026 is going to be my year yeah. Detroit House of Comedy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to go hard on Kyle. We're going to go hard on Kyle. Kyle, give us the time of day. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Shout out to Kyle Forsyth. You're yeah. doing the most there. Whatever you got to do, baby. Like, for real. Thank you for putting me on the open mic. <laughs> it made it made my it made me feel really good about myself. It made me really feel good about myself. Yeah. No, it's a fun room. I hope <clears throat> I love that room. Him and I, when we first started dating, right, mm-hmm. we went to Second City. Oh, okay. 
And it was funny because when Eshack was on here, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Eshack's on here, and he's talking about the bit that he started doing when he was in Second City, when mm. he was like the the wild the, terrorist, right? Yeah, and we remembered and, that. And we were like, we were there. We were there. It was oh. Kwamea River. That was the name of the show. Yeah. He came out That's as great. a terrorist. And, yeah, and was, it was, was Tim Robinson on that at that time, too. Or, um, is geez. he a tall white guy? Because there was a tall white guy. Out yeah, there. he's tall. Kind yeah, of. I think probably it, yeah. Him. it was probably guy. him. But yeah. it was Sam funny Richardson, because black guy. Probably playing Kwame. Playing Kwame. There was a a definitely a very talented I'm black sure, actor playing Kwame. I'm sure Kwame. we can probably look this up. I bet okay, you I have, have this I bet you I still have like the playbill or whatever from that. But okay. I'm saying like somewhere in this yes. house. <laughs> I love that room. Yeah. Like I love the way it's set up. Mm-hmm. I love that room. It's just it's just a great room to go to. Yeah, you know. No, I, I hope it does well. And I hope you get booked. And I hope I get booked. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, Kenny. I, I love you so much. Oh, I love you too. And I, and honestly, I'm when you said that you haven't actually done any of the like you haven't done a weekend in a club yet. Like no. that, that's surprising to me. Really? Because you're honestly good enough, definitely, absolutely good enough to host fucking any of the clubs here. Mike Green, Bill Bouchard, <laughs> uh, Kyle Forsyth, all listen, okay? They're all gonna, they're yeah, they're all yeah. gonna hate me because yeah. I threw that out there. Well, but you know what? Roger Whatever. from the showcase. Roger, no, Roger, I need. You know what? I really need Sometimes to hit up the showcase because I haven't been the there. Bookers. Just gotta push <laughs> the bookers gotta, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, like I know I'm a woman. I know how to ease a man into things. Okay, <laughs> I know. I know. I'm so. just saying just push. But like honestly, Kenny, like I really Kick appreciate you. Down. I appreciate the love that you have for me. Like oh. you and I know you I know you truly think I'm funny. Mm-hmm. Like I I I completely it, it it was funny because I was like you were probably one of the first people that I was like, "Okay, this guy's been doing this a while and he's actually like Stephanie's funny." You know? Yeah. And I appreciate that. Oh, of course. Thank you for coming on Sanctioned by Stephanie. Um, you guys, if you want to see more of Kenny, you can check out the Diva Cup on February 10th, uh, 2023. God, we're in a new year. Yeah. And it's going to be March before we know it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and um, 2023, 2023 the Diva Cup at Trixie's. Yeah, um, this is going to be, we're going to start like, moving diva cup to different places cool. and i'm gonna put it out there we're gonna actually do a diva cup in grand rapids hell yeah yeah in, in in june so we're starting to what when we're here in detroit we're gonna do diva cup in dive bars that's that's where i'm from that's what i want to be but when we go outside we're gonna try to hit up theaters and do things like that nice. so um, so Kenny's going to be one of the judges. He is the champ. The champ is here. Ben doesn't know he what he's doing. He's the reigning. Ben doesn't. He didn't play the. the there we go. The there. He's the champ. He's the, the champ reigning champ. The champ is here. So. Make sure you get your tickets on Eventbrite. Uh, pre-sale tickets are $7. At the door, it's 10 Um. Make sure you come check that out. It's going to be a fun fucking night. We got a lot of comedians that have reached out to me that are like comedians that don't really do stuff like this. Right. You know, so we have we have comedians like uh, like wait, I don't even know. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, a lot of people have reached out. We have at least 30 comedians. And this is going to be the last Diva Cup that I leave it open to everybody. Mm-hmm. 
from now on, after this Diva Cup, we're doing a draft. Okay. 25 comedians. Ooh, I like this. We're doing a draft. I like it. We're doing a live draft, and we're going to pick the 25 that are going to compete. I like it. It's it's all random. It's all random. I like it. You were the champ. (laughs) You you killed it with the foot fetish shit at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I and I have to say, I think that's what puts you over the top with the judges. Yeah. No. (laughs) Jared was like definitely uh, the foot fetish stuff uh, put me over the top. But it's gonna be Kenny, Heather, Kyle's, and then one random audience member. So make sure you get your tickets because if you pay for a ticket, you might be a judge. Okay. And that's coming up. Also, Modern Craft on January 26th. Me, Steve Kaz, Tyler Neeson, we are all doing a little spot for Whitney Naomi, the Downriver Diva of Drag Queens. Okay. And at the end of it, we are roasting Whitney Naomi. Oh, nice. All three of us. And it's funny because, like, me, Steve, and Tyler have been texting back and forth, like, okay, what are you saying? What are you saying? What are you saying? (laughs) And you know what? I'm like, I'm not telling you bitches anything. I'm yeah. doing what I'm doing. This is what's up. So it's going to be a good time. Um, also, January 19th, this coming week, Mike Larry's graduation class. Please check it out at Prospect Center. Um, I will be there with all of my classmates. And uh, we're doing clean sets. I know this is hard for you all, but I'm doing a clean set. I'm not going to swear. I'm not going to say anything bad. So make sure you check it out. Thank you all for listening to Sanctioned by Stephanie. And thank you all for supporting Detroit Comedy. Um, Bye.